You are a part of the lucky 10,000 with your host, Evan. A stubborn guy, but brilliant, highly intelligent, eccentric, quite true. But the image of his being some kind of a dumbbell is, is absolutely wrong. Hey guys, this is the Lucky 10,000, the podcast that gets you luckier than podcasting with someone just for the excuse to hang out because you haven't seen them in a while. And I will clarify that in a moment, but first we want to thank Podbean and Stitcher for housing us. We want to thank the Tangent Bound Network for adding us to their awesome network of shows. If you want to email us, it's lucky10,000 at gmail, our Twitter, lucky underscore 10k, our Facebook group page, lucky10,000. If you give us a five-star review on Stitcher or iTunes, we will read it on the air. And this episode episode I'm super duper excited about because it's been something that I've found interesting for a very long time. I remember a long time ago I read an article about Oak Island in uh, an issue of Rolling Stone and it's sort of fascinated me ever since but I've never been able to really dig pun into it as much as I wanted to. Don't give me that look. (laughs) Um, but when I approached people that I felt like I would like to speak with on a podcast, uh, it was personality first, subject second. So I, uh, knew I have a group of friends that would make a great podcast co-host and then I let them pick the subject. And sometimes it just became a combination of what they felt like they could talk about and what I really wanted to talk about. So today we have a very special guest. He's very well known in the area from his, from his, uh, you know, there's a lot of famous people that come from Greenville, um, or at least the Greenville area. The Chadwick Boseman comes to mind, the Black Panther. Uh, this gentleman is probably most known for his work in the Martin Lawrence film, Black Knight. <laughs> you Mr. Jason Trompsness. How is it going, Jace? It's great. It's great. Uh, I'm so excited to have you here. And, uh, but you really are like a well known guy in the area for theater goers anyway. You teach at the governor's school. You've directed at theaters around here. You've acted for years in theaters around here. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Jace. You come from Seattle. Well, I'm a Leo. No, thank you. And, um, I'm an Aquarius. (laughs) Yeah, I I come from Seattle, uh, the Seattle Tacoma area. Actually, no, I come from a place called Puyallup that is near Tacoma. And Tacoma's near enough to Seattle, and so people say, you know, you, you just say, I come from Seattle. Okay, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot no. easier to explain. It is. Um, and uh, I moved here to go to grad school, and then I got a job uh, teaching at the governor's school um, years later. And uh, that's pretty much what I do. I work in the theater, at the yeah. warehouse theater. I, I freelance whenever I can. Yeah. But, but mainly I'm just a, a local theater um Jammed approaching with, has been yes <laughs> jammed with jerry cantrell once which i am so uh, fucking jammed with jerry by. cantrell once yeah, well we were uh, rival high schools and um other people from that that grunge era i was witness to that and part of it unfortunately uh in some really bad bands oh uh, well but, we all? Um, i had mine <laughs> dead clown forever yeah so i i got out of seattle just when seattle was becoming cool yeah and moved. which is exactly when the really cool people do leave yeah exactly it's about right, to get yeah. mainstream cool i can't be part of this anymore <laughs> i would like to say that but no i've always just skirted around fame yeah i've been there at the edges catching little drippings from the famous as it were and you. i i am a i am a, I am a You're novice man. that's disgusting i'm a novice pod personality too this yeah is. it's funny to me because you've always struck me since i've been i've known you for at least five or six years now at least been friends yeah and you've always struck me as a very like together like you know it you don't seem to get intimidated or nervous about things very often or if you do you don't show it i am incredibly intimidated <laughs> by this you should be I, okay. i'm a very intimidating person well you know you have the better microphone. That is true. It is. That is true. But uh, as I should, I am armed with some notes, and I even highlighted them. Ooh, I have no idea what that That's will. That's effort. What that will uh, venture forth. Well, but... I'll tell you one of the reasons that I thought that this because when I originally initially asked you to do the podcast, you were really really enthusiastic about it, but you didn't know what you wanted to talk about. So yeah, I was like, you know, yeah. one thing I really wanted to talk about that no one has taken yet is Oak Island. And after I talked to you about it, the thing that really struck me that magically sort of makes it so appropriate for you is you're uh, a big history guy. You're a big history buff. It's true. And I had never heard of Oak Island yeah. and I, I really had no interest in it, but I thought, well, this is what Evan wants to do. Of course. And you That's know, the way I'm, everyone should be. I'm based in improv. And so I thought I can fake my way through this. And then I started to freak out because I didn't really <laughs> know much about it. And so I started to research it. But then it occurred to me, you hadn't said, 
Oak Island, Nova Scotia, or Oak <laughs> yeah. Island, North Carolina. Now, I'm going to tell you that Oak Island, North Carolina, I'm sure, is a decent place. I'm, a, I'm sure a wonderful it is. place. But boring as all. Pretty, <laughs> pretty damn boring. And uh, I nothing I, happened there. Not even I, Oak. I went back to my 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 wizardry of Google yeah. search and saw that there was another Oak Island. Yeah. And that one seemed to be a little bit more... A little bit more interesting. Well, it said something about booty yeah. and plunder and Who doesn't Captain want to plunder Kid. a booty? Plunder, well, not me, but... <laughs> but, you know, so I said, okay, this has to be the one. And then I started trying to find some information. And I, I think it is really fascinating. So I'm it glad is we chose extremely the fascinating. And as we go on with this episode, what's going to be apparent, too, another thing that I found in my research that connects to you, I don't know if you found the Shakespeare... Uh, theory. I did, and we'll get into that. But and that I'm is very calling Huey. On okay, that one. we'll get, we'll figure that one out. We'll get there when we get so there. Another feeble attempt on the elite who just can't handle the fact that Shakespeare might have been an average bloke, right, with an average education, who could still who write. Could write like yeah. that. He must have been a nobleman, of course. Yeah, of course, yeah, it's not possible. It's, there's, it, oh, there's my cat. That hey, terrified me. <laughs> That's got to be a recurring theme, too, is he's getting more used to people being around, ah. so he won't stay hidden forever. He He'll hide until the whole he sort time. of gets comfortable with it. Hiding him. there, like hidden treasure. Exactly. Exactly. What a great segue. Thank you. And that's the other thing I wanted to mention, too. A great improviser. We've been in improv groups together before. We have. It's been a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, let's get started. Oak Island. I'll Oak give... Island. Oak Island. Uh, I will start with... The basics. Uh, first of all, what surprised me in my research is how small it is. Yeah. It's less than a mile long, and it's like a quarter of a mile wide. And it appears to have been purchased repeatedly yes. over the last 200 and some years by just a plethora of people from all different nationalities. Because this captured people's imagination so much. People have sunk millions of dollars. Again, kind of a pun, but not intentional that time. People right. have sunk millions of dollars into it. But I didn't know. That this whole thing started so long ago, I thought it was a much more recent development. 1795. 1795. A guy named Daniel McGinnis and some of his friends, they were teenagers, they found this sunken area of sand and they started digging. Now, but, but I might interject there that Please. from what I've seen and from the photographs, that sunken area might be the single most interesting feature of this island that has I been mean, bought repeatedly. It really depends on... How you feel about oak. Because oak, in, on its own, can be very fascinating. Absolutely. That's why I want to go. Sturdy. It's, it's, it's stoic. It makes a great table. Good, a good table. Good table. Yeah. And but there just also happens to be potentially pirate treasure. Potentially. Potentially. Mm. And we'll get into what we think it is in a little while. But so they start digging, and they get about 10 feet down, and they hit an oak floor. I, I, I don't mean to correct you, but Please I think do. two feet down they found some flagstones. Oh, you're right. Of slate that was not naturally occurring exactly on right. that island. Because I heard someone on one of the documentaries I was watching said, "Oh, I just believe it's a sinkhole." I'm like, if it's a sinkhole, it's the most oddly coincidental sinkhole I've ever heard of. Now, I don't know if I buy into much of this Oak Island mystery, but there's no way that this is no. a naturally occurring. There can't be. There are too many things. And I guess if you just found some rocks you would go okay i guess but when we get deeper into this again pun not intended but it just works that's three now <laughs> that's three okay. in the first i'm gonna, I'm gonna oh, call you eight minutes on this in a moment oh please like just snap whenever i make mm -hmm. a bad pun but um also that i'm glad you said that because i would like to invite you the listening audience if we do get something wrong we really don't mind being corrected please we email will us. we will oh we absolutely will lucky 10,000 at gmail uh just don't be a dick about it and if you are we'll still at least acknowledge that you're right but, um, so yeah, so they're, they're digging and they're digging and they're digging. And eventually they realize that the three of them are just not going to be able to handle this. They're not going to be able to. But they got down like 80 some feet. They got something. down really, But yeah. every 10 feet, they kept finding structure. Some right. sort of oaken, there it is, Oak Island. The, uh, Oak Island. They found oak beams that were laid out yeah. every 10 feet. And then they started finding, uh, charcoal and mm -hmm. putty. And I think recently the guy, uh, Kel something, mm -hmm. uh, his theory, this historian, he's kind of closed mm -hmm. the book on it, is that they found uh, uh, what kind of fibers? Coconut, coconut fibers. Coconut yeah. fibers. And that's where, I guess, the the sad, more boring, maybe possible truth of this legend 
potentially. Is out there. But, but there's no way that this is a naturally right, occurring. Because thing. the the interesting thing about the coconut fight, because I guess you could say, oh sure, rocks could be in this pit, sure, uh, wood that looks like it was put there by man, sure, every ten Co- feet, every ten feet, coconut fiber. There's no way. No. Because what I learned was that the nearest coconut. Is fifteen hundred miles away from this island, so someone had to have brought that fiber there. And coconut fiber was used to make ships rigging. To make ships rigging during the Revolutionary War, that also, was a, it, that was a hot it, commodity it's, it's so, for the navies. It's so water resistant. It's used a lot of times to protect valuables in that era as well. Mm. So the idea that coconut fiber is there really makes you go. Somebody put it there for a reason because they're trying to keep something safe. Yeah, and you know, I'm glad you mentioned that because the first thing, the image I got was the Nova Scotia coconut. Yeah. You know, which is non-existent, but I started to really worry about it because competing with the tropical market, I mean, what would right? a Nova Scotia coconut really offer you? Not I mean, much. Kind of bland, kind of mm-hmm. cold and stoic and, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, maybe... Be almost like Maybe kind a- of a better health system or something. You maybe. Know? Yeah. Maybe. But... But Nova Scotia coconut, yeah. So but then that, the Americans wouldn't accept that kind of coconut Absolutely at all. not, no, because it would be elitist and socialist. Yeah, they're right? like, oh, everyone oh, gets a coconut, yeah. huh? Oh, sure, well, you think your us. coconut's good, but it, is it really? <laughs> you got to wait for the coconut. But I, that's interesting, though, because where, where did this stuff come from? How did it end up in Nova Scotia? Who knows? And that's yeah. why I think so many people are still, because I think at some point, until you find something that is undeniably placed there purposefully, it would be easy just to go, this is just a fucking hole. Leave but like you said, the detective would say it's it was commonly used to protect things yes and what do you want to protect 87 feet down in a hole or 100 uh, now or 200 feet down a hole treasure treasure absolutely okay but there are the interesting thing that i learned in my research is what other things might be there as well which i think is pretty fascinating db cooper maybe maybe it's possible anything's possible when jimmy look, hoffa that would be the best possible ending for the Jimmy Hoffa story. Would it be fantastic? If, if you get down there and find him. It really would. Instead of treasure. Mm-hmm. Joe Jackson's Black Betsy, the bat. The bat. Maybe that's where it is. Yeah. No, I think they found it, actually. But Yeah. Yeah, why would the hole be there in 1795? But they did find, over the centuries, I mean, centuries, people yeah. have been sinking their entire life savings into digging. Yeah. This, what do they call it? The money pit. The money pit. Right? Um, Not the Tom Hanks movie, include, which I was very excited well, by. Including people like Errol Flynn. Yeah. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Who, as president, was still getting updates on Oak Island. I'm going to be honest. If I had the money and the time, I'd at least give a shot. Give it a shot. Just to see. And it's amazing to me that with the technology we have these days. And this is one thing that the naysayers kind of say. It's like, well... We, if someone did something purposefully there a couple of hundred years ago, their technology so outmatches ours, we should be able to find it. I'm like, well, aren't we forgetting about the pyramids? We're still not 100% sure how those people did it. Exactly. Easter Island, we don't know. So why couldn't someone using this ancient antique technology that never occurred to us? Because the answer is probably much simpler than we're making it. Someone could have used a process that is so easy. It's like a magic trick. The easy, the easy answer is almost always the right one. Occam's razor. Occam's razor. Yeah. Well, so, now, but the thing that has been kind of perplexing me, because you know, of course, the I guess the the the, the theater personality in me, mm-hmm. I want this to be oh, the too. legend. I want Absolutely. this. I want this to be true. I want a holy but, grail, a, a, yeah. a chest full of gold but doubloons. I'm trying to imagine. I mean, you know, look, look, give me the soundscape here, Evan. You know, we're 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 on Oak Island. We're pirates, and. And we're going to bury our treasure. Maybe we're Captain Kidd. Maybe we're Blackbeard. We don't know. And we are going to dig to bury our treasure, Where right? Where be the rum? Right. Where is the old island? And we dig 10, 12, 20 feet. That's a lot of treasure, right? 20 yeah. feet? Yeah. But didn't they say that they've gone down hundreds of feet? Uh, let's go down hundreds of feet. Uh, hundreds of feet? What pirate of feet, has right. that kind of time? Uh, well, you know. Right. Nothing on TV. Our Captain, Arr. I think we should dig deeper. <laughs> Or the captain was just fanatic and made his men do it over and over Could and over Could be he had again. lost his mind. Possibly. The but, other thing I found fascinating is uh-huh. that they, they, they found, they lately in the, in this 
last couple of decades have started to find some stuff, right? And they really got excited, but then someone had to burst that bubble and say, I think what you're finding are the artifacts from the last 200 years of digging through yes. the money pit. Yeah. And that, that I did of... see a documentary a couple of years ago where these guys uh, uh, went to the island and found, like, they were walking around and they find this Spanish doubloon. And ah, so I'm yes, like, woo, could have been placed there for TV's sake. It's not like that's never happened before. Right. Lest we forget Clinton finding something on the shores of Normandy that it turned out was completely planted there so he could find it on the news when it he was made the president. For good news. Made for good news. Made for good news. So then, seven years pass from these this first discovery. And these teenagers come back as employees. That gets employees. us to about 1802, 1803. 1803, yeah. yeah. This, uh, the Onslow Company, mm-hmm. uh, with the help of these teenagers comes, and they start digging, and that's when they find the coconut fiber, another, every, again, they keep discovering every 10 feet, there are these planks, they don't know where they're coming from, but they're getting more and more excited because they feel like now they're getting close to something. And now I'm getting an image of the pirates. Yeah. It was maybe not the most famous of pirates. Mm-hmm. It was maybe a little bit more of the smart ass kind of pirates. Oh, okay. The practical joker kind of pirates. Ah. And they're on the and they're 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 digging and they're like this is going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be so funny. 200 oh, years yeah. from now, some poor <laughs> bastard's going to be digging up <laughs> this hole and wondering what's going to be it. amazing. Oh, this I is think good. that would have been that would have been uh, that might be plausible too. I think we're the first people to punk anyone. <laughs> The first, a pirate punk. A pirate punk. A punk and pirate. A punk rip. <laughs> Sounds like a fruit that you would never want to eat. On Hi. Oak Island. Well, yes. Well, they've got the socialist coconuts. Right. They might as well have some fascist, what'd I say it was? Puckrit? Punkrit. Punkrit. Punkrits. Um, so they get like 90 feet down and yep. start, and then they find these flat stones. Uh, oh, uh, this was the, the big, was this the yes, big stone? this soap? was the big one. Which, the, some things just amuse me to no end that there are just some people who probably shouldn't ever be given anything that might have any sort of historical import because they just, I, there was this show on uh, sci-fi, it was, a, it was a documentary series about a guy that hunted down famous movie memorabilia, they called it Hollywood Treasures. I saw that. Loved it, loved yeah. it. There's one episode where he gets a call from this family who says they have the bag. That was used in Mary Poppins, you know Julie Andrews's right, which bag. pulls the lamp out. Yes. And, yeah, okay. And he goes to their house to find it, and they're like, "Oh, it's down here in the basement." And they're throwing boxes aside and all this other stuff, and they just pull it out. They haven't preserved it or put it in anything. And he goes, "Was it? To, what, do, what do you use it for?" Oh, take it to the beach, you know, put our personal things in there. And I'm just like, "You should never have owned this." Right, and because this, the guy who ends up with this stone. Oh my god. He puts it into a fireplace, right? Yeah, he made a fireplace. He made a out fireplace of it. with it, and it had symbols on it. And these symbols, and this is ancient cryptic ancient symbols, cryptics, ancient Chinese secrets, possibly of Ugh. the Coptics or the Rosicrucians. Well, maybe the Freemasons could have been <laughs> any of those. And the Could've interesting been. thing too, and one of the things I found throughout the recording of this season, because this is the next to last episode I'm actually recording for the season, is that. Things just seem to oddly tie together because one of the people that translated it, uh, the person that translated the 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 hieroglyphs or whatever you want to call them, uh, ancient symbols, ancient symbols, ancient Chinese secret, puh, um, got the method of of translating it from Edgar Allan Poe's The Gold Bug. Oh, and we just did an episode on Poe a couple of days ago with my friend Claire, mainly about Van Gogh, but Poe was in there too. Okay, and it said, "Oh, Poe would have loved this. He would oh, have written a great have, Oak Island. He would have apps. Maybe Poe made the money pit as That's a joke. It. That's it. The one funny thing he did. And right before he was about to write this, he mm-hmm. had that episode in Baltimore. There you go. Yeah, Baltimore. Okay, uh, it was translated to forty feet below, two million pounds are buried." Which, obviously, is going to capture people's imagination. Well, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah. And also, completely denies, belies the fact that this could have been a sinkhole. But yeah, mm. that was used uh, uh, as a fireplace, and then later they found it being used in some sort of leather shop or something Oh yeah, like they, that. Were, they were uh, pounding leather yeah. to soften it. And yeah. then it just disappeared. Uh-huh. No one has seen it since then. There are people who believe that was an incorrect translation. Well, the or the Masons came and took it back. Or the Masons That's came exactly and took it what back. Happened there. But this is interesting I've to me I've seen National Treasure. I know how this works. I'm a, I'm a money pit seeker. That was great. You can't see it. 
the audience can't see this, but he completely transformed himself I, I just into full, Nicolas Cage. I just went full cage. Yeah, full cage. Full cage. Um, so uh, the, the Mason, I think, is actually an interesting theory. One of the theories I came across when I got to this point in the story was something I'd never heard of that you may be able to speak to a little bit. Coptic Christians? The Coptic Christians. What do you know about them? Uh, they were Christians. Yeah. And they were called the Coptic and Christians. Oh, okay. uh, and they kind of were exiled or yes. m- moved to uh, far-flung regions of places nobody wanted to live. Um, they were talking about this possibly being maybe from a Coptic Christian enclave somewhere, say, from Africa. Yes, absolutely. And, um, but then there's, there's, uh, there's always that, you know, there's always the Illuminati or yeah. some sort of yeah, organization. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Francis Bacon was mm-hmm. supposedly one of the Rosicrucians. Uh, well, and as we said before we started recording, one thing I've also learned is that people like to do this and do plausible, 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 ridiculous. So it's only a matter of time before somebody goes, it was aliens. It was royal conspiracy. All this other bullshit. Well, you know, I'm not going to ever think that Francis Bacon was the author of Shakespeare's plays. Now, that said, what if it was aliens? That makes more sense, I think. I Well... It's brilliant writing from someone who was kind of busy with other things at the time. And also, as we know from all the probing, aliens are fond of putting things in holes. It, I, that's a brilliant connection Thank right you. there. I think Thank you're right. You. Oak Island is just a giant receptacle yeah, of yeah. a probe from ancient aliens. It makes it makes much more sense than anything else and anyone's put has, It contains several deposits. This, that's just and getting, while we've already so we basically solved it, but let's still go through what some of the I think we should because that was say. that was just. That was unforgivable. <laughs> no, you are forgiven, sir. I am forgiven. So this comp- so the, 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 the company uh, gets down 110 feet, and this is still uh, Onslow? Yes, Onslow. It's down 110 feet, and then they hit this iron, the iron bar that they're using to sort of excavate this hole, hits something more solid, and they think it might be some kind of wood or some kind of metal platform or something like that, but it's getting dark. So they go, ooh, we're really making some traction here. Let's go to bed. Come back, finish the next day. And isn't that always just the perfect part of every legend is that someone Could in charge yes. makes a really bad decision. That's the other thing, too, is the only reason unsolved mysteries are still unsolved is because somebody was an idiot. <laughs> somebody said, hey, we hit something. It's getting dark. Well, let's, let's just lay off for the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. why not? We almost found the treasure here. Let's call it a night. But that fickle, fickle oh, bitch called gosh. hate. They came back the next day to find the hole full of ocean water, seawater. Because uh, it's an island. Because it's an island. And if you don't know, kids, islands are surrounded by something we call water. Yeah. And that water... Salt water. Salt water, which is something you don't want to drink, but you can swim in it if you want to die. That was a great public service announcement right there. I think the more you know. Oak Island. <laughs> Oak Island. So, now they're fucked because they can't... Every time they try and dig now, they start trying to bucket out the water. And, and then, decrease. of course, the rumors start to fly that it must be some sort of clever pirate yes. booby trap. Booby trap. Because 200 years ago, these pirates anticipated Yarr. that, that oh, I love however many years oh. later, that they were going to uh, be in danger of mm-hmm. having their treasure discovered by three kids mm-hmm. from Nova Scotia. Right. Who they rode over it. Yeah. And so they said, we better at about this far down. If I remember Create some sort of speaking, elaborate tunnel system yes. to flood the treasure pit. If I remember historically speaking, there was a rousing speech Captain Kidd gave his crew once that peep, some people think connects this to Nova Scotia. Uh, he was on the bow of the ship and he turned around to his entire crew and he said, mates, lads, be careful of three teenagers in Nova Scotia. I think there's Beware. audio of this too somewhere. Yeah, yeah. No, completely historically yeah. accurate. Yeah. At least more historically accurate than Braveheart the movie. Hmm. Uh, I like to go to that joke a lot because it's true. Well. <laughs> so, yeah, they couldn't get the, the water to go down. And this is when... So, eventually, they had to shut down. They were running out of money. Yep. They were running out of time. And they said, fuck it, we can't do this anymore. And this is that montage part of the film about yeah. Oak Island. All the treasure-seeking film. This is that moment when the hero just thinks, I can't do this anymore. Right. What am I doing to my family? Right. My wife's going to leave me if I keep hunting for treasure. Of my course. father hates me because of this. And, I, and we get the music and we get yeah. the montage scene of them just doubting themselves. The only themselves. problem is, this movie ends with them still 
they just, just quitting. left. They never they go quit. back. They did, yeah. <laughs> That'd be like Rocky. Yeah. If you have the big montage scene at Rocky and he finally gets up the stairs in Philadelphia and then he stops and goes, He takes a job you at know, Wendy's I'm, I'm or gonna, something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> next, next scene is he's walking into a burger joint with an apron on. And an application or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. God, I kind of wish Rocky ended that way now. He finally gets to the top of those stairs and then he just turns around and is like, yeah, I'm just going to go home. This ain't worth it. Getting back to the history of it, in 1849 was the next company to give it a shot. And they were called the Truro Company, and they found coal in there. And I'm interested, were they a company before this expedition? I don't know. Or did they become a company specifically to explore the money pit of Oak Island? That is a really good question. Yeah. What would Truro mean if it was... I want to be the person that can just stop everything, drop everything and say, you know what, we're going to incorporate... So that we can go treasure hunting. You know, the one person that I am shocked never, based on what you just said, decided to check out Oak Island is probably Howard Hughes. Oh. Now, wait a minute. Unless. Hmm. Hmm. Aliens. Still goes back to aliens. I don't know why. Uh, although he could have been. Well, where he is enough. Where is he? No one's seen him in a long time. Right. No, I know they say he died, but. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. But. Has anyone, did anyone see him die? Mm. Is there photographic evidence of what him dying? What was the famous plane made out of? Spruce. There you go. Wood. Yeah. Oak is a wood. A duck. I went there. <laughs> That's what I think I'm going to call, instead of just saying Oak Island with Jace Tromsness, the name of the episode is going to be Oak is Wood. Oak is Wood. Oak is Wood. I cannot dispute that fact. Nope. Good empirical Sorry. research. Um, they did find some gold metal down there. There was a couple right. of lengths of gold metal that there, they found. Yeah, yeah. And that actually feeds into the idea that maybe, just It was the maybe, missing jewelry it was the, of Marie Antoinette. Possibly. There are people that believe that uh, it was the French, it was the French crown, the French crown jewels. Oh, right. The, or the French army engineers had dug the pit to hide the treasure from some other military campaign. Yes. Absolutely. Right. Or Francis Bacon was hiding manuscripts that prove that he what was Shakespeare. What if Francis Bacon put everything down there? He, like, he starts to hide the manuscripts and then he goes, oh, that's right. I just happened to have the French crown jewels. Mm, I'll yeah. toss them in there too. Oh, you know what? There's this guy. He used to be a Coptic Christian and now he's a, kind of a saint and kind of their pope, I guess. Ah, toss him in there too. It was uh, all because of Francis Bacon. Right. And then D.B. Cooper. Uh, D.B. Cooper. Uh, maybe, maybe Howard Hughes. I think we could connect. With absolute certainty that Francis Bacon murdered Howard Hughes. Perfect. It's the six degrees of Francis Bacon. It sure is. <laughs> it's the six he's degrees everywhere. of Francis I Bacon. I mean, come on, he's everywhere. <laughs> Whenever anybody has a theory, they say, well, what about Francis Bacon? And everyone has to stop. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we didn't consider yeah. that. So, um, they found, well, and, and I'm glad you brought up the Francis Bacon thing, because this gold medal thing leads to a theory that some people have that it was a tomb, and that, that metal might have been chain mail. Yeah, oh, because now we have to bring in those other those other heroes of, of mythic theory and legend, the Knights Templar. Of course you do. Bring them in. Because they, again, did it. Francis Bacon was the leader of the Templars. Well, that's, that's also true. also the leader of everyone that wanted to kill the Templars mm. because he just wanted to play both sides against the other. It's like uh, when, when you find out. And this out, is the person they want to be Shakespeare? Yeah. Really? Believe it or not. Really? Yeah. Okay. He's an idiot. He was an idiot. Make literature great again. But I'm but I'm glad that you brought that up because the the next thing they find is a sheepskin parchment that's with two letters V and W. So the Volkswagen company exactly. are also responsible. It's no now Farfic it's a, Newton indeed. Now sir. it's a German conspiracy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and Drong. Goethe. That's who it is, right there. That's Creek. Yeah, okay, so sheepskin. Yes. That was used mm-hmm. uh, often because it, mm-hmm. it, it was easier uh, on a ship, especially mm-hmm. because it was waterproof in a way. Right. And then, so now we have this, now we have to try, you know, what, what does this possibly mean? Right. Is it a five and a, I don't know, is there a W in Roman numerals? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. No. So is it some secret code? Is it someone's name? Is it just part of a word? Uh, as a person with a minor degree in linguistics, yes. I can't think of an English word that has a V and a W together. No. V, you know, or woof. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, sure. we could invent one. Could. But, yeah, I'm very fascinated by that. Well, and this leads to the whole Francis Bacon thing, because if you don't know, uh, uh, there are people out there that believe that the guy we believe was William Shakespeare did not actually write the plays that Sir Francis Bacon did. And this 
it's one of the more tenuous, you know, it's kind of hard to support, except for the fact that people found mercury all over Oak Island. And Francis Bacon is on record as saying, if you want to preserve paper, mercury. Mm -hmm. But he meant the planet, which was impossible to get to at that time. Well. Actually, no, that's not true. Maybe not. If the aliens That's, showed him how. See, this this is why... But this, let's let's go back now. We're not talking about paper. We're talking... Are we talking about sheepskin as vellum? As actually sheepskin into the kind of paper that architects used to draw on? Or are we talking about honestly, just cured or tanned, le- cured, honestly tanned leather? I honestly don't know. Yeah. That's that's a that's a good fact. I should I'm not out. sure that there's a whole lot of evidence that Bacon or Shakespeare were writing on sheepskin. Well, and also, if... How would they... Go through all because at this point these people have gone down a couple of hundred feet, yeah, and they just keep running into these areas where ocean water keeps coming in through some sort of of, of surveying booby of the trap island. canals. They think they were booby trap canals. I think they're actual tunnels, sort of dug underneath the island in a way. Except, and I did not do well in in geology and geography no, in no, college. No, no, I mean, no. I just got through, but it seems to me that I do remember that Nova Scotia. And the islands therein, mm-hmm. or thereabouts, mm-hmm. do tend to be near a lot of glacial kind of tundra Ooh. and things like that, which I do remember these little funnel-like finger things from glaciers that tend to crisscross and pattern through underneath all kinds of land. Interesting. So, so this could be left over. They would for some fresh water mingling with salt water and blah, blah, blah. That, that is, that's one of the most cogent theories I've that's heard. That's five points, cogent. Ex- Thank you. I... I I actually just picked that up. It's not my theory. It's actually here. I highlighted it in one of my uh, Wikipedia articles. (laughs) But it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. It does. But that's the thing that's so disappointing is that every time the legend gets Mm -hmm. exciting, someone has to come along and, and, and you know, bless these people. They do have to come along and say, ah... You poor imaginative yes. soul. Yeah. Let me destroy that. Let me Let crush me the that boring for person. you and tell you the scientific fact. You know, I love science, but sometimes it can be a real It's a buzzkill. It's killer. a bit of a buzzkill. It can, yeah. It's like the guy at the party who doesn't want you to spike the punch. Science is the guy going, well, things could get a little crazy. Yeah. Let's let's calm this shit down. But we want we want Captain Kidd to have jumped off the oh, ship of and dug a 200-foot hole. Of course we, we do. do. And buried thousands of pounds of Spanish doubloons. That would be amazing. How did he get the Spanish doubloons? I don't know. Hmm. Aliens? And why Nova Scotia? I Didn't Bluebeard, Blackbeard, Captain if Kidd, you, didn't, they, didn't they favor the Carolinas? If you rework the letters in Nova Scotia, you get Oven Cotillas. North, South Carolina. Yes, uh, Oven Cotillas is, many people believe, the name of an alien warlord from the planet... Uh, disclaimer at this point, Evan is making stuff up. <laughs> I'm only doing what the History Channel does on a regular basis. <laughs> Ancient aliens, my ass. Hey guys, this is Evan. Hey, Jason Underwood. And if you're enjoying listening to The Lucky 10,000, then come on over to a podcast where nobody's ever getting lucky, ever. Here on The Lucky 10,000, you're here to learn, but with the bearded ones, we're here to make you laugh. And and maybe you'll learn something while you're laughing. Yeah, learn something, like, about Batman. <laughs> I mean, for we were on a stint of Matlock for a while. I, it was funny to me. <laughs> hey, I mean, I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, that's not how you sell it. Come anything. on over and listen to the bearded ones podcast, I guess. I yeah, mean, I, I like it. I'd be a shit salesman. <laughs> um, come buy this car. I mean, I drove it once. You, yeah, probably, you probably wouldn't like yeah, it. You don't want to, <laughs> you yeah, you don't want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? Fuck this. Don't listen to Bearded Ones. <laughs> come on, check us out. Bearded Ones Comedy Podcast on the Bearded Pods Network. I knew that. I didn't know that. Well, that's why we're here, listening to the Lucky 10,000. You learn something new with every episode. And while you're here at the Bearded Pods Network, you might want to come and give us some pod love. We're Teddy and the Bassman. We cover all sorts of subjects, speak with tons of interesting guests, and entertain you with a melange of vintage commercials and jingles, and a whole plethora of eclectic music. You might even learn something from us as well. It'll probably be about bondage, but... Teddy and the Baseman. So, yeah, um, they did find what they thought were was evidence of these tunnels. But like you said, it'd be very easy for... Not easy, but any, I think any time the human brain sees order in nature, it's very difficult for us to accept that. We've invented gods to explain the order in nature. So it either is man-made, which was one of those things that you think... Again, old school technology, it's hard for us to wrap our minds around how they did it, but they could. 
or it is just this naturally. I'm, I'm just thing. doubting the attention span of the average pirate. You're probably right. <laughs> You're probably right. Unless I think their mind was on other things. But what if their captain threatened them with death unless they got this pit built? Okay, well that's true. I mean, you that's know, a that, good motivator. That's, a good, that's yeah, how I motivate yeah, my kid. I, I, I can't deny it. Yeah. Um, and oh, it, they they found a stone. They found a a, a red jewelly kind of stone. Uh, I did not know a, this. In I an armature this. of some sort, and they found a cross with a square hole, which was very typical of the Templars' cross. Yeah, and those are in a Here we go, um, Templars. Those everywhere. are in kind of an attraction on the island now, where they have a little bit of a kind of a well, roadshow. Where were museum. the Templars even around? Hmm. Well, let's see. Um, the big well, Friday the thirteenth, right? That's yes. that's that's a commemorative date because that was the date that some. Are you? I believe a French. Are you suggesting that Jason Voorhees was a Templar? Oh, maybe. Maybe. Okay. But the Templars were done away with by a French nobleman or king, I think. I don't remember. And it was in the... But it was on... It was in the Gothic era. Yeah. Um, but, they, you know, because they had made their fame and glory on the mm-hmm. Crusades. And then, of course, people started to think that while on the Crusades, they were hoarding and amassing yes. this secret treasure. And that they had sent many of their knights across the globe mm-hmm. with pieces or parts of this treasure to hide it um, because they kind of sensed that their end was coming. Yeah. And that then there's the theory that they, of course, uh, entered into some kind of a compact with vampirism. And so that, that gave made, them... That's per- the one that makes the most sense That gave me. them eternal life. And so they are still out there trying to move that treasure around. Again, I've seen the movie, National <laughs> Treasure, and I think it's very plausible. Uh, but I think th- Nick, that's Nick Cage, actually... Well, and I've that's also seen the picture from 100 years ago that hmm? is obviously Nicolas Cage. Just like him. So therefore... How can, how can any actor of his age... He's older than me. Mm-hmm. How can he be doing these film after film? After, I mean, sometimes I, I'm wondering, is he is he broke? Does he owe people money? Because I go on Actually, Hulu, yes, I go on I've Netflix, I go things. on Amazon, and there's Nicolas Cage, Nicolas, Nicolas Cage. Cage. It's Nicolas the same Cage. movie, Revenge, of Vengeance. Of course. Get him back. Yeah. Um, and he's got the wonderful dye job in his mm-hmm. hair now. But that's making me think he, Keith Richards, some people like that, might be Knights Templar. So at this point, Francis Vampires. Bacon, Nicolas Cage, mm. Keith Richards, oh, put yeah. D.B. Cooper into George this Washington, pit. probably. Then George Washington, mm-hmm. then Aliens. Ca- My dad was a Mason. Oh, fuck. We're really through the looking glass here. Yep, yep. So, and we're going to be in trouble because we're we're traipsing on territory that if people are listening, we could... You, they might not hear from us again. No, I'm not kidding. I'm putting this out to you, the listener. Don't do this. Do a drinking game Don't where you do- figure out what's real and what we're making up. It should be very difficult because we've done a good job of streamlining all this stuff. Oh, yeah. It's very difficult to tell whether this is just a natural formation or aliens just putting more shit in holes. Yeah. So... The more we we dig into this, um, the the this company realized that this was happening, so they decided that they would uh, they would box up they would they would dam the drains to keep the ocean water from getting in. Perfectly logical thing. This but, is that part in the movie where you mess with the system yeah. and the system gets angry. And then Jeff Goldblum pops up outside of a bush and goes, "On nature, uh, the chaos uh, theory, we'll find a way." Yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, so they do that. The water's pouring in. This is an interesting t- statistic, I thought. 600 gallons per minute. Per minute. And uh, a storm destroyed the dam that they were trying to build. So anytime someone... Because that's the big reason that this hasn't been solved, quote-unquote, if there is anything there, is just the water that keeps pouring in. Because we could we could dig down there. They've sent divers, scuba divers, down there. And they said they, they thought they saw human remains... Yes. And artifacts, and again, that might be the remains of uh, the the father and the son and the guy who went down to try to help him who died the from Holy sulfur. Uh, did they retrieve those bodies ever? I don't know. There were but like there four was, guys, there, and there only one of them yeah, was able the to guy bring and a his body son, back. They died from poison gas, so yeah, sulfur. Yeah. Maybe it's their bones. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, a total uh, over the course of all this excavation of six people have died trying to get in this island, which... According to the curse according of to legend, Oak, Island. Oak Island, how many have to die? Seven. 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 Now we're at that part of the movie where we go, ah, one which more. one of these actors will it be? Yes. Which one will sacrifice himself nobly for the cause? Much like Gene Hackman in the Poseidon Adventure. Oh, which great one, moment. Great it's moment. It's really great. It's the one moment I remember from that movie. That oh, and Shelley yeah. Winters swimming. He's trying to turn the valve yeah, off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's hanging from it. Terrible. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Shelley Winters, that was a no. That was a good one. Thank you. Now, Thank there's you. another legend on that movie that apparently the guy who falls... Yeah. Into the glass top window, which is now on the bottom uh-huh. because they're upside down. He put money but in Oak Island. Well, I was going to say that that stuntman actually died. Oh. 
and that they kept that shot in the film. Now that's of course a urban legend. Yeah. They didn't do that, but but um, yeah, I think yours is better. Maybe he put money into Oak Island. Maybe they were filming the Poseidon Adventure on Oak Island off of Nova Scotia. And he fell into the money pit. That's it. He's the seventh one. They just never told anyone. It sounds like we don't buy into this legend <laughs> at all, does it? Honestly, when we when we finish with like just sort of the basic facts, I can get into what I think is going on. I to me the most logical thing. Well, well, we'll get into that because we're almost done with sort of the timeline and the facts. Just like you said, in 1909, Franklin Roosevelt participated in excavating and was always kept up to date afterwards. In 1967, because at this point, yet another company had said, we're pouring way too much money into this. Little fact, August of 1966, one month after I was born, mm. in that in that year, in that August of 1966, another kind of calamity happened with one of the excavations and they shut it down. Ooh, I like to think that that's possibly because of my introduction to the planet. Possibly. It's, it, could, possibly. it could be. Maybe you're the reason the money pit's even there. It could be. Okay, that's enough thinking about that. <laughs> um, so, uh, in 1967, this guy named Dan Blankenship and David Tobias uh, formed a company, Triton Alliance, and they drilled 200 feet into the thing. 200 they, feet. 200 feet. They sent a... Uh, what do you call it? A um, probe. A probe down there. See probes. Back to probes. I think we just some sort of robotic surveillance. We just have thing, to accept right? that yeah. this is aliens. Yeah, yeah. Everything's getting probed. Uh, they it's hit basically the... a island colonoscopy. Basically, yeah. Yeah. You ever had one? Not yet, but They're it's fun. time. They're fun. Yeah, my doctor says it's time. We don't need to go there. I mean, no, no. I can go there Moving with on. you if you want. Do you need someone to hold your Moving hand? Moving on. All right. Moving in. That's no. what that, that's what their colonoscopy's gonna nope. be doing. Mm-mm. Hey. Uh, let's see. So they go to the bottom of the shaft. They found a water-filled chamber. Um, a what? A water-filled chamber. A chamber. A chamber. A hall of... Now it's starting to sound like a tomb in a pyramid. A little bit. And they come back talking about just what you said, the human uh, uh, effect, the human uh, remains, which they didn't physically hold. They just they just took some readings and thought that's what they saw, along with some uh, a chest, what they think might be a chest, not a human chest, but a chest that I might think, have some. I think in we it. all got that. Yeah. No, well, those of us. Yeah, no, I have a chest. No, I did. Okay. I think we all understood that you were talking about a pirate's chest because oh. that's very fresh in our minds. You never know. I was okay. just looking at a picture of a very well-built man earlier. I just, maybe I... This is a different that. podcast than I anticipated. <sighs> yeah. That other podcast. I- I'm confusing this with my other podcast, The Lucky Ten Inches. Oh. <laughs> all right, that one threw me. I'm going to take a sip of water. <laughs> Please do. So uh, these guys basically bought the island. They own the island. Own the island, and they're still there. I think, unless oh, they passed. I was bog. I, I got to the end of the research, and I could not keep track of all the different companies and holdings, yeah. and the Canadian government. Oh, it's so and confusing. the licensing for treasure digging on this island. It has become, and again, you got to look at this thing. It's a it's a barren chunk of land in Nova Scotia. No, no, no offense. But it's it's not pretty. I think even Nova Scotians are like, yeah, Oak Island's a piece of shit. <laughs> but but what this has done because of the History Channel and now mm-hmm. the two brothers who really yep. kind of found some I think they were the ones stuff. that found, that I saw that found They found the a balloon. sword? That's cool. They found a sword. That's cool. Um, you know, so obviously there is some stuff on this island. And, and now there's this historian who's wrapped up 30 years of investigation yes. about this island. And his theories, I think, are probably pretty sound. Boring, but sound. Um, but, but all of this, all of this attention owning the island back and forth, $230,000 here, Mm $600,000 there. Someone owns half of the island, the southern tip of the island. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, there, and they built a causeway from the mainland to the island so that they could move a heavy excavating crane. Yeah. Onto this island. And all of this has been done, I think, because of man's fascination with what if. Yes. And all these, all these stories that we have a about comic book series finding if. treasures, so. you know. So, and if we have the means, I like to think that the guy who built the causeway to bring a heavy lifting excavator onto this island to look for buried treasure, if he had just said, you know, hey, I'm going to give this money to the arts. Right. Wow. Not but, nearly as exciting, but... Not as yeah. exciting, but let's just say that causeway leads to finding this treasure that's worth way more than all these people spent on it, and then that money can be put into the arts. Possibly. But yet... They don't seem to have found... No, they found Jack Well, aren't there two brothers that were the, the subject of a series? Yeah. And they've found the most. 
that the they were the ones I mentioned earlier that I was watching a few years ago, and in the first episode, I think they found a doubloon. Again, it could have been planted there for the sake of TV and drama, but it's still interesting. It, it is. makes you think. However, even if there's no money pit, I could see that being a, a, a stopgap for people. You know, going from one end of the of the ocean to the other, they're almost at Canada, Nova Scotia, whatever, and they're just like, oh, let's take a break on this little piece of shit island, and no one will bother us because no one knows it's here. Well, I mean, historically, pirates did try to find Absolutely. remote barren kind of islands so that they could stash things. Absolutely. I mean, that, we know about that. But uh, I, I'm also intrigued by the fact that this guy spent 30 years as an historian mm-hmm. trying to conduct, you know, uh, I guess, respectable research. Mm-hmm. And he started this because of his memories as a kid coming to this island where you could wear, they would, it was a tourist attraction and you could yeah. have a cardboard pirate hat and a little sword and you could go to the snack bar, the snack bar, and get a Captain Kid burger. That's nice. That's America. That is America. That's America. Take this, oh, this we can a- possible anything. alien invasion <laughs> sinkhole, mud hole, money hole, and really top it off with the cherry on top, the Captain Kid burger. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, how did how did Long John Silver's not have a Captain Kid Happy Meal? Exactly. Kids Meal. Kids K-I-D-D-S Meal. Kids Meal. Oh, my God. If they would just give us the money to open our own franchise, yeah. see, get a kid's meal. Kid you know, it's, it's a fine line between you know adventure and venture. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, and and that wouldn't be cheap or, or, or thrown together at all if we did something. No, like that. no, not at all. So the last notes I have to where anybody tried anything was oh, in '99. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, there were people that, that drilled and got core samples, but nothing conclusive. So now we can really get into the wild theories. Not that the theories we've purported so far aren't a little, let's just say, okay, exaggerated. I'll, I'll, I'll admit the D.B. Cooper is a little far-fetched. A li- not, you know, we'll get there. Yeah, but the we'll aliens. There. The aliens, not at all. That's some but, solid, factual... I know. mean, I'm pretty sure aliens are responsible for... I think everything. Yeah. Technically, we're made of aliens. We material. are stardust. We are stardust. I, Joni Mitchell said so. so well, actually, Crosby still so did Peter and the Starcatcher. Yeah. Yeah. So now that we've gotten to the, let's 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 do away with some of the more extravagant, silly theories first. There was something I read about or saw something about about a girl who believes she saw the ghosts of British soldiers. When she was four, because she said that she was on the island with her mom. She says she saw men in red coats. Her mom didn't believe her, because who believes kids? Then years later, she saw a painting of British soldiers and said, that's the guys I saw. They would have to have been ghosts if she saw that at four. Also, I think that's total and complete bullshit, but... Well, now she did, to her credit, she described their uniforms. That's true. Okay, she said they were wearing red coats. That's true. Okay. The British Navy always had British Marines on board for protection, Very and they true. would have been the first to come on land. Very true. And they wore traditionally the red Or coats. it could have just been four Canadian Mounties that had gotten lost. Ah, well, that's good. <laughs> it's logical. It's the logical, it's the next logical step. Do you been, believe in the supernatural, Chase? Do you believe in ghosts and things like that? Do I believe in ghosts and yeah. things like that? Um, I, mm, yes. Okay. Um, because they, they offer a tremendous amount of... Uh, theatrical creativity. That's true. Uh, if I actually had one in my house or something, I think I would lose my shit collective myself. shit. Yeah. yeah. But um, I am pretty convinced that the ghost of my grandmother inhabits my house. Wow. And the dogs look at her all the time. She's either in the corner right by the front door or in the corner by the tall lamp. Interesting. And the dogs will spend just minutes at a time staring. Yeah, they also lick their own asses. I have, you know, I, I tend to wake up at three in the morning. And as mm. everybody knows, that is, in fact, not midnight, but three in the morning is, in fact, the witching hour. I thought it was two. No, it's, it's three. Okay. Are you sure? It's not midnight. I mean, the exorcism of Emily Rose taught this me This works better for mine. Okay. Because okay, I get up at three in the morning. You know what? You're right. I just realized. The I, three I always the wake hour. up at three in the morning, right? Hmm. Yeah. Don't know why. And uh, I usually have to kind of get up and go to the bathroom or I just sure. walk around the house. And very often, I will think that I see my grandmother in the corner doing what my grandmother always did, which is kind of look at me with derision. Uh, this That's disappointment. Creepy. This look of disappointment. This look of Irish Catholic disappointment. Of course, I guess any look a ghost would give you is still going to be kind of creepy. 
Yeah. Even if she's thrilled to see you. She Still doesn't creepy. do anything malicious, though. She just kind of does what she always did, mm. make me feel guilty yeah. for not working hard enough. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, if I have free time, I should be doing something she's productive. Like, this ghostly voice is like, so, Jace, too lazy to sleep, huh? Yeah, yeah that's it, yeah. <laughs> it's usually something like, look at ya. Look Isn't at ya. that just like you, the little shite, Ed? <laughs> Sleeping when you could be making something. Well, let's Go out just and make say, something. Let's just say I'll take the devil's advocate more skeptical... Uh, 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 role in this discussion and say that I don't believe that this girl saw the ghosts of British soldiers. So that's a little bit, uh, that's on the outskirts. She saw coconut fibers. She, she knew. She knew right then and there. When did, what year did she see the ghosts? That I don't remember. Uh. It was, uh, I should have written it down, but it was so like sort of a had nothing to do with to me i just thought i'd bring it up because it's it it always it's for me it's always good to go silliest possibility to most plausible right and to me ghosts probably not so what about the curse the seven dead if in order the treasure won't be found until seven people if someone dies and then that treasure is found i will probably say whoops yeah (laughs) well that guy will say whoops as he falls into the hole and dies money (laughs) yes and okay. then he'll land on the treasure, and as they're moving his body away, pff, there it is. There it is. Um, I think the whole Francis Bacon Shakespeare thing is the next most plausible, but not really. It would take a lot for this I'm one gonna guy. I'm going to call that a busload of shite. I'm not saying it is plausible. I'm saying it's more plausible than ghosts. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't necessarily think so either, except for you know the, the, the odd things that people keep holding on to with that is the whole someone, Mercury thing. Someone proved to me that Francis Bacon had any interest in an island off of Nova Scotia. That's the thing. In the late 17th or mid-17th century. That would be so much trouble right? to f- find a ship, get to Nova Scotia, bury, build this tomb that apparently, or this, this pit or whatever, that is so ingenious and has all these different levels. How would, even, even if Francis Bacon wrote... Shakespeare's plays to hide the to hide fact him. that he was Shakespeare. Yes, that's the thing about the Shakespeare theory that always Why bothers would you want me. To hide that. Yeah. Why are all these people secretly Shakespeare? Right. Well, I mean, wouldn't if you were the descendant of one of these people who were in fact Shakespeare, wouldn't you, as their descendant, be going, "Hey, look right. over here"? But why keep it a secret for now 450-some years? And that is the problem with just about every conspiracy theory. It's impossible to keep certain things secret. And I think the problem with the way the human mind works is that we see a secret and we immediately think the most fantastical thing. Like if, It's like when you see your friends whispering to each other and you automatically think, oh, this talking about an affair or, or ooh, someone did. And then you find out what that secret was. And you're just well, like, so so yeah. a lot of it is ego. A ton. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, a lot of it's ego. A lot of it's ego. A lot of it is us just not being able to accept reality and wanting the things blandness to be more reality. adventurous yeah. than they are. So I don't necessarily. Okay, so that moving one moving on in terms of plausibility, what's, what's Captain next? Kit's treasure to me is next in the in the line of plausibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, that does seem to me at least remotely possible. Is there any evidence of Captain Kidd scoring some major victory over a Spanish Not galleon? Not that I'm well of. Not that I'm aware of. But okay. it might that doubloon might have nothing to do with what's actually in True. the pit. Actually, so you know what? I take that back. The French crown jewels are the next least plausible thing before oh, Captain Kidd. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because where? Yeah. Well, okay. I, I can understand the French connection to Canada. I can understand the French connection too. It's a fantastic film. No. Okay. Thank you. I walked into that, and <laughs> if you really were my friend, you wouldn't have just closed that door in my face. But you did. But we were just talking about Gene Hackman. Come no, on. no, no. I know you're right. That's a great film. We could have. Actually, why didn't we talk it. about the French Connection? Because I haven't actually okay, seen it. Well, anyway, um, yeah, I, I, I think anything that's gone missing and has its own mystery, mm-hmm. uh, people often, I think, just try to merge it with whatever the other mystery that's yes, being talked about absolutely. is. So it's kind of like Congress when they do the Christmas tree bill, you know, yeah. they, they tag things on, yeah. you know, I think that's, this is tagging on my, my un, unsolved mystery to yes. yours because you have a serious. Because the next thing they, they, people say might be in there was the Amber Room. Oh, I mean, it's just, yeah, well, I'm not I saying mean, that anyone's actually really said that, but I think anytime something disappears. So Templar's treasure? Maybe. Okay. See, because I'm more, I'm interested in that one because they, they, they're talking about some of the stuff they have actually mm-hmm. found. And the origin of the sword that they found out, I, you know, someone could check and see if I, I misread this, but it's, it's, I, I, I trust the interweb. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I found this, I, I highlighted it, so it must be true. 
But they found some sort of a sword. They found that cross that is similar to the Templars' cross. That's, I didn't know those things. That's the Templars cool. roamed the world, mm-hmm. as it were, and so they they might have. Uh, they found an adze, which is an axe with the uh, the the thing going the other direction. Oh, cool! Yeah, okay. The blades go in the other direction, which was more typical to other cultures. Yeah. And so these sounds like things that maybe a Templar. What do you call them? A squad? Um, I don't know. A, gag- a, a gaggle. A, <laughs> a gaggle, murder of A murder Templars. of Templars <laughs> that they might have carried around with them and then for some reason buried on a barren island off of Canada um, and then gone who knows where. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I. So for me, that one starts to become maybe more plausible. It's, it's up there. But for my money, uh, whatever money I have that well, might, Is there money involved in this? I, I don't... I've heard... Wow. Um, no, I meant this, the pod thing. Oh, no. Oh, okay. No, no. Sorry. Don't be ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I got water. You did get a water, which is worth money. At least the bottle is. So I did make a dollar and whatever. Well, you saved a dollar and 29 cents. true. It is. And uh, to me, the thing that seems to make the most sense is maybe some sort of elaborate tomb. Hmm. For one of these caustic, cop, top, coptic Christians... Or the indigenous people of Nova Possibly. Scotia, the, I think it was the Mi'kmaq. Possibly. Yeah, and they were known to be quite elaborate in their uh, rituals. Yeah. So Interestingly enough, uh, if you were a leader of the Mi'kmaq, they called you the Big Mac. The Big Mac. The Big, Mi- the the big, big Mac Mi'kmaq. Big Mac, yeah. The yeah. Big Mac Mi'kmaq. Yeah, and if you were the Scottish cousin, you were the Big Mi'kmaq Mi'kmaq. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's silly. I am the Big Mi'kmaq. So, what about the coconut? That's, the, to me, the most... Because this best historian, Cal, what's his name? Yeah. He says that his theory is that they were using the island to make coconut fiber rope to use on the black market while, uh, because during the Revolutionary War, there was a freeze on this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so they, so they couldn't move some of their, their, their goods like rope. Mm-hmm. And so they were making uh, a coconut fiber rope and that, that there was an elaborate way you had to lay it out on the beach. You had to bury it. You had to get salt water, rinse it with fresh water. I read this just recently. So um, this is where you go as far as probably plausible, but, but the least they, romantic. Why no? Why an island off of Nova Scotia? Right. And where'd they get the coconut fiber? Right. So, but we do have evidence of coconut fibers. Absolutely. Not just a few, but a lot. Right. In in sequences ah. in this money pit. So that had to have come from somewhere other than the island. Absolutely. So that does lend plausibility to the fact that some sort of ocean-going vessel yes. had to deliver it in some yes. manner. Now the thing that makes me think it was more than that are only the things that seem so ceremonial. The mm-hmm. the stone with the carvings on it, which mm-hmm. much like the Mormon faith, we've only known about these stones with symbols on them. No one's seen them that's alive today. Locally here, isn't there that, uh, the famous, uh... Evan Harris? Yes. No, you, uh, off of one of the rivers, like, uh, near Pelzer, right? There, they found what they thought was one of those lost colony stones. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I don't know much about that, but I mean, it would... We certainly, we have a, we have a kind of a fetish for... Absolutely. For, uh, hidden, hidden stones with inscriptions on them, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're on all the fetish sites. But they certainly are culturally usually evidence of some sort of markers. Absolutely. Sort of, uh, that's memorial. one of the things that leads credence to me that it might be a tomb. Now, if they had some sort of ceremonial thing where they would bury someone with some of their belongings, with some of their valuables, then that would make sense for finding gold or finding mm-hmm. coins or something like that. And then needing the coconut fiber to preserve them and then putting stones that held some sort of ceremonial import on top of the body. I'm putting on my glasses to yeah. ruffle through some of my... Research. We actually have a ruffle sound. I effect. have a diagram here, and Ooh. it shows at 160 feet a chamber discovered in 1897, thought to be some a cement vault full of treasure. Okay, so if that's the tomb, mm-hmm. for example, um, I'm just interested in a an earlier culture, maybe an indigenous culture, or maybe a uh, a Coptic Christian. Absolutely. Exiles, right? 160 feet. What were they afraid of? <laughs> I mean, what were they afraid? I mean, were they afraid that they would get out? Were they afraid that someone would find it? But how deep? How, how deep would you? How go? How deep would you go? How deep are the tombs in the pyramids? Okay, but that's the Egyptian Empire. Sure, this is not the Oak Island Empire. <laughs> are you the sure? Mi'kmaq, the Micmac Empire. Uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, historically we've gotten a lot of things wrong, and I'm pretty sure somewhere along the lines. 
Alexander the Great didn't weep because there were no more wolves to conquer. He wept because he had to stop before he got to Oak Island. Yeah, well, Julius Caesar wept mm. when he saw the statue mm -hmm. of Alexander in a, in a land that he thought Alexander hadn't reached. So he thought, finally, I've done something better than Alexander at, at twice his age. Yeah. And so as he was feeling really good about himself, he came across a statue of Alexander. I didn't know that. That's Alexander hilarious. had been there and drew, then Caesar wept. I would just yeah. love to be there just to see Caesar say it as a oh, language. Oh, Motherfucker. <laughs> But I, I, I st I'm still, I'm still stuck at who's going to go 160 feet down I mean, on a barren island. Yes, someone fanatic for sure. <laughs> but we keep finding. I think that's things. cruel to say about the Micmacs. I think they're a rational, indigenous, <laughs> native I'm not saying population and culture, and I don't think I think they had better things to do than dig 160 feet down in a narrow. But if it was shape, a fanatical pirate, a fanatical pirate who just made his, his men mind. do it. Who would completely... Pirates were not the most sane people in the planet. True, true. They probably all suffered some sort of mental illness just from and drinking out of... they would have had to find a way to get down into that hole. Now, Oak Island is called Oak Island, so I assume there was some timber available. Probably. So they could have built ladders, but what did they have more readily available to them Oak. on board their ships? Oh. Rigging. True. Which was commonly not hemp, but... Coconut fiber. Well, that's see, there you go. That's so, a good is point. it possible that the coconut fiber they keep finding at these intervals is because those were the platforms while they were digging mm -hmm. to keep going, mm -hmm. and they had charcoal because maybe they were burning mm -hmm. there to keep warm or something. And so, what we're finding is as they kept going down platform after platform and digging this thing, mm -hmm. uh, using that rigging, and the rigging wore out or they lost it, and that's what remains. And so, there's the coconut fiber. So maybe. That makes Egotistical, crazy sense. pirate with no treasure per se decides to give himself a monument. Maybe. Worthy. But then there's no legend of, y'all check it out when I'm dead. True. My monument over on Oak Island. But do you think a pirate would even say that? Well, sure. Aren't pirates all about celebrity? Unless. Come on. He died before he got the chance to tell Have you ever anyone. seen Blackbeard's beard? I mean, that took a lot of work so that That's people could true. draw it. He had like fucking People had to illustrate <laughs> that thing, right? I mean, but still, know, it... I think people can be secret about treasure. I think people can be secret about being wealthy, you know? So you think that in that chamber maybe is the body of that crazy captain? Perhaps. Uh, honored as a king of pirates and all of his collected booty? Perhaps. Yeah. Or there was treasure in there and they'd already gotten it out years ago before that place was even found. Hence the recently... Because they did say that as they were digging they, that the earth... The earth, the earth, the, mm. the dirt that they were digging up on the island was loose. Yes. It was not compacted. It had, that it had evidence of having been dug up before. Mm -hmm. So maybe somebody went back and got their treasure. Ah. And then they filled in the hole. And then they filled in the hole. In a hurry, which meant that it had a depression. Yes. Hmm. Also, the pirates probably had a depression. So we're because... all running around with our heads cut off, spending money, uh, making causeways, bringing in cranes. Uh, Captain Kid Burgers, Cardboard Pirate yep. Hats, 30 years of research as an historian. How many different corporations? At least three. To find something that someone had already removed before it got found? That's disappointing. <laughs> it's the Al Capone's vault. That's, a, that's like one of those new movies where the ending is like, yeah, but this is the truth, isn't it? And you're like, yeah, fuck the truth. Wait, you mean like sucks. every movie? <laughs> yeah. I so, bet that's thoroughly disappointing to me. It is very disappointing. I'd like to go back to Al Capone and the aliens or... D.B. Cooper well, and Elvis Presley. Let's let we're getting towards the end of the episode. Let's just give a brief summary of what we think happened. So so far, what we believe is that D.B. Cooper went back in time with France, met Francis Bacon when he jumped out of the plane. When he, he jumped hit out of the plane, he hit a vortex. Of time space vortex, vortex continuum, and he went back to Francis Bacon. Francis Bacon and Nicholas Cage hung out with Cage him for a while. Hung out, they hung out. Nicholas Cage was there because he's always been. Yep. Because he's a Templar vampire. Because he's a Templar vampire. So Francis Bacon, D.B. Cooper, and Nicolas Cage, the Templar vampire, come across some treasure. Yeah. Also manuscripts for Shakespeare's plays. Okay. And there must be a Canadian connection somewhere. Yes. The four Mounties that the girl saw were actually, were actually descendants. Or they were actually extras in a, in a Nelson Eddy, Jeanette MacDonald uh, Canadian go. Mountie movie. Absolutely. They fell through the similar vortex. Yes. But with and the time-space thing, they all... It all exists at and the same said, time. And they said, hey, we know some prime real estate. Yeah. That uh, that uh, aliens 
have, have already about. have already, already kind of, excavated you know, yeah, and yeah. they just needed another hole to fill. So we'll we'll tell you what, but just to fuck with people a couple of hundred years from now, let's put all these manuscripts and all this treasure in this hole, bury it, then dig it back up again. So all we really have to do is contact Nicholas Cage. But that's very difficult. And put him on the spot. That's very difficult because offer him a role in an independent film. That he'll take. You see? That he'll take. Hey Nick. I, I would like to disclaimer, I think Nicolas Cage is a fine actor. Um, I think he's a little overexposed. Perhaps. I do think he actually owes a lot of money to some people. Something. IRS or something. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I'm pretty sure that all these people have been working on this since 1795, and in the last hour, I'm pretty sure we solved it. We did. I don't know what their problem so was. Everything, oh, I forgot the Poe connection. Poe told them what to write on the stone. Yeah. So it's yeah. Nicolas Cage, D.B. Cooper, Francis Bacon, some aliens, probably a Yeti. Somewhere in sure, there. Sure, because that's that gives a nice diversity. Yeah, to the Edgar cast. Allan Poe, Edgar Templars, Poe. Mm-hmm. Canadian Mounties are all just hanging out, and Poe's like, "All right, man, check this out. You put this shit down in the hole. I'm gonna write some shit on a rock. You take enough opium, and you're gonna write this story. Absolutely. See, I think I've already started. I think we've put this to rest. <laughs> I really do. Fear and loathing in Nova Scotia. Ah, thank that's you. It. Never more. Nevermore. On Oak Island, <laughs> where you can get a Captain Kid burger. We're talking about the Oak Island off the coast of North Carolina. No. Oh, really? Shit. That's what we've been talking about this whole time. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> anyway, this has been a blast. You did a great job. Oh, Nothing to you. be nervous about. Thank you. If someone can I was... unclench now? Yes, you can. All right, good. Ooh, I heard it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I that, heard it. Uh, disclaimer, that was not my unclenching. <laughs> that was a sound effect by Evan. I'm a Foley master. Um, so if someone listening to this podcast wanted to get in Please touch with you, Jace, me. <laughs> how would they do that? Get in touch with me? Yeah. Uh, well, you need to channel D.B. Cooper at a seance, maybe with Houdini. Yeah. No, uh, you can get a hold of me uh, at the Governor's School. That's uh, great. I'm, uh, I'm almost always there. Yeah. So, and, awesome. Uh, I'll, be, uh, I'll be at the Warehouse Theater doing a play called Sweat. Yeah. In gonna be uh, cool. October awesome. with my wife. And uh, it's going to be You're a fantastic. sweat with your wife in front of a lot of other people. Wife. Yeah, in front of a whole... That'll be a first. Yeah. <laughs> the sweating. Yeah. No, I've done shows with you before. That is not the first time that this happened. Oh, that's cruel. <laughs> hey, I'm a sweater too. But, um, so yeah, this has been great. If you want to get in contact with us, obviously it's lucky10,000 at Gmail. Again, there's no problem with correcting us if we've gotten something wrong. Because I think it. we may have. Mm. Maybe one or two details were missed here and there. Not knowing when that four-year four-year-old girl saw it, the ghost. Not necessarily lying. It's just no, 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 creative no. fiction. Everything else is completely true. Mm-hmm. The girl with the ghosts. I'm sorry, I couldn't remember that year. So if you want to tell uh, us what that year is, just so we get everything correct. Shoddy research. I know. Don't trust every YouTube documentary you watch. Mm. So um, that's everything. I think this has been so far still my favorite season of the show that I've done. Much. To the thanks of people like you who are willing to take the time to do this. Sure. And who end up having... I uh, think you should tell people, though, that I was not the originally scheduled guest for this. Someone backed out. D.B. Cooper. Okay. Yeah. And that's what made me suspicious. Yeah. And that's fine. Actually, it was D.B. Cooper, then Nicolas Cage said no, because I didn't offer him a role in my YouTube sketch that I'm working on. Mm -hmm. And then you, so... Well, thanks. I'm third fiddle. Actually, I called Martin Lawrence that, first. You know, you can stop. Goes, you oh, can there finish. was a guy on my movie. Yeah. It's like, well, I know that That's guy. another story. Right Brendan Fraser, I called him. And Ooh. I was like, I know a guy. Anyway, <clears throat> Jerry Cantrell was actually going to do it, and then at the last minute. He, he was like, oh, that guy? He <laughs> still guy. has my amp. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this has been awesome. I hope you have enjoyed it thoroughly, and uh, I hope you got lucky tonight. Thank you for being a part of the Lucky 10,000 with your host, Evan. Email us at lucky10,000 at gmail.com. Find Lucky 10,000 on Twitter at lucky underscore 10k. And visit our podcast network site at beardedpodsnetwork.com.